It's not controversial to say that singers are athletes, but it is controversial to ask why. I went to a high school where the musicians and the jocks never mixed. There was a moment there for a second where just because of my size, the football coach came up to me and asked me to try out for the football team. I told my music friends and they practically excommunicated me. Now that I'm plenty of years out of high school, I'm kind of kicking myself for not taking the leap. Who knows what it could have set me up for. It probably would have set me up for a much better high school and college experience. It's no longer controversial at all to say that singers are athletes. In fact, it's been that way for many years now, but the whole truth is more nuanced. Than that. It's not a simple yes, singers are athletes, or no, singers aren't athletes. Are singers athletes isn't even the right question to ask. The better question is how athletic is your singing? The truth is, everyone exists on the athletic spectrum, regardless of their profession or their instrument. On one side, there's the broken person who can't move without intense pain, and on the other side is the Hall of Fame athlete. Everyone who has a body exists somewhere in the middle, whether you like it or not. But what's undeniably true is that the best performers hang out on that end of the spectrum. Let's zoom out a little bit and take a look at what an athlete actually means. There are certain things that all athletes have to do or have, and we might find some things in common. And I tend to use baseball for this now, just because I played baseball for a little while, and I know the game a little bit, but you can use any sport in here that you like. So when you're a baseball player, you're probably thinking a little bit about your stance, your posture, when you're at bat, when you're in the field, you're thinking about your technique, how you swing the bat, how you throw the ball. You're probably thinking ahead about what might happen coming up next. If this happens, if the ball goes there, I'm gonna do this. If the ball goes there, I'm gonna do that. You also need deep knowledge about the other team and baseball as a whole. Theory, how it all works together, what this pitcher's favorite pitch is to throw when it's two and one and one person out. And to get there takes hours of practice and intense levels of coordination. You're probably assisted by teachers and coaches with extreme mental and physical focus. You have to use your body to get there. You can't think your way into a victory. You have to go out in the world and do it. And to help make that happen, of course, you gotta have physical endurance. You gotta have balance or else you're gonna fall over. And you need to know how to interact with other members on your team, other people on the field, or else you're sunk. If you can think of a sport that doesn't take all of those things to play at the highest level, let me know, I'm curious. But now if you're a singer, what kind of skills might you need? Do you think about posture as a singer, your stance? Yeah, pretty regularly. How about your technique? Vocal technique, absolutely. We pay thousands of dollars for lessons on how to have perfect technique, thinking ahead, what's coming up next in the music. Do you have a deep knowledge of the field? How's your music history, your music theory, your languages? Did it take you hours of practice to get there? Now, when it comes to coordination as a singer, there's the obvious stuff. There's the can you sing and act and breathe all at the same time while there's a scary guy down in a hole taking a stick at you uh, when there's a million other things going on. But there's also the next level of coordination that the audience can't see, coordinating your breath with the tiny muscles of your throat and your larynx and your jaw and your tongue and your sinus resonators to produce the best possible sound. All of that is coordination at the highest possible level and it's even harder because you can't see or touch any of those muscles. Singers have just as many coaches as professional athletes and of course they have to use their body to complete a goal. It takes incredible mental focus to hone in on your task and complete it to the highest level and of course it takes physical endurance 
to get through a three-hour opera or a three-hour musical or whatever performance you're giving underneath hot lights and heavy costumes while dancing, all of that stuff. Physical endurance has to be really good. Balance, of course, because you can't fall over while you're singing, but also you have to know what muscles to activate at the right proportion so that everything stays in line, stays in balance, too. When we talk about balance, it's not just staying upright. It's also muscle balance or muscle imbalance. And when you're a singer, you got to relate to teammates, too. We just call them castmates sometimes, or stage crew. The team might look a little different, but it's still very much a team. The top performers in any field work systematically and with discipline to reach that level. The Hall of Famers pay attention to every system that might factor into any of those components, physical, mental, or emotional. They are objective about what needs improving, and they work with intention to fix it. And maybe most importantly, they have deep confidence in their ability to improve because they track their results and they review to make sure they're improving. Hall of Fame success on stage and Hall of Fame success on the field come from the same place, from a deep desire to improve and be at the top of your class at every single opportunity. Being great once doesn't cut it. You have to be great every single time. The best quarterback in the world knows exactly where their receiver is going to be, how to hold the ball, how to release, to make sure they hit their mark at every single chance. A great soprano knows exactly how to set herself up to sing these glorious free high notes every single time, not just one high note and then done for the rest of her career. At this point, there's just no doubt. Singing is athletic just like baseball, football, hockey, all of the sports are athletic. Now though, it's our responsibility to take advantage of that fact. What can we borrow from sports science, athletic neurology, peak performance research, that will make better singers. Think about this. Overall, athletes get better year after year after year. World records get broken all the time. How is it that traditional athletes do that? Are athletes actually stronger, faster, more coordinated now than they were just four years ago with the last Olympics? Or are the millions of dollars and millions of hours invested into sports science every year actually paying off? Probably the latter. And so it's time for us to start taking advantage of all of that effort. We're here to apply the secrets that have set world records and won championships and created limitless Hall of Fame athletes to our type of athlete. The ones working at the Met and on Broadway and on La Scala. The ones like you. If you want to learn more about how athletic neurology and applying sports science is revolutionizing the way that singers perform all over the world, I've included the link to a book that I've written about how to start incorporating this into your practice. And if you don't care that much about the science, you just want to get right into the work, I included a quick start guide as well with three full weeks of day-by-day -day training so you know exactly what you need to do, what to look for, and how it should affect you. Click the link down below. Put in your information and I will email it right over to you.